Hey guys. Good so afternoon. Yeah, so we are Harry and Gary. And we are the Cinephiles. Exactly. I'm Harry. Yeah. This I'm is Gary. Gary. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so talking a bit about ourselves. So hi guys, I'm Harry. And I am currently an aspiring filmmaker. <laughs> and also a bit of a film connoisseur, if, if, I'm, if I'm allowed to say that. And my dear friend here, Gary, is a music producer. Music producer. Uh, <laughs> a bit of a film enthusiast himself. Yeah, exactly. I mean, not exactly a film enthusiast. I'm a good audience. You're a good audience. You uh, like to watch uh, films? Yeah, I like to watch a lot so, of movies. And yeah, right. I have a like, right. bit of a range in watching movies. So mm. I know some things about it. Mm. So, yeah, I would like to say I'm a good audience. <laughs> Yeah, why not? <laughs> All right, so... That's good stuff, okay. Which movie are we talking about today? Well, today we're talking about the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Versus the World, I remember that because it was my suggestion. That's right, it was a suggestion. <laughs> it was my suggestion. And a, a bit of a catalyst in, in our bonding as well. Mm -hmm. as it was a bit of a catalyst when, you know, in, becoming, in, in us becoming friends. Exactly, I, mean, um, I suggested him that movie, that we should watch that movie and... He was. He already had watched that movie, and he loved that movie. I was like, "Dude, you love that movie," and that's how we like bonded because yeah. none of my friends loved this movie. Yes. I, for them, it is like too over the top, and they just couldn't comprehend um, what what was happening there. But yeah. it's a great movie. I just it is, it love is. it. Hundred percent. Mm. All right, so. Getting right into it. Uh, before we get into it, I think we should tell the audience what this podcast is about. So we are going to discuss about the movies that, that are, are class that are considered classics. That, yeah, that are considered classics by, by us. us. Yeah. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> so right. we only talk about the good aspects of the movie and why we like that why particular movie. Why we love it, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So today's movie is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and let's start by diving into the feel of the movie the like feel of the movie yes exactly when you watch that movie for the first time i'm, I'm mm -hmm. not saying like the recently i'm saying when you watch that movie for the first time what was your reaction like how do you feel that is that is a long time ago <laughs> that is a long time ago and now i can't seem to recall that but when i first watched it i was 14 years old right okay 2010 and well. um, and it was, I, I was just mesmerized by what I was watching it on the screen, right? I was just mesmerized, like, what is this film? This guy is taking a piss and his pee bar is going down <laughs> simultaneously. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, he's fighting the, um, his, his, seven, his girlfriend's seven Lexus and he's getting a life at the same time. <laughs> All right, he's getting an extra life. Exactly. The entire film is, it's, is designed and, and based like a, like a game. And like a comic at the same time. I mean, yeah, exactly. So and when was, you watch amazing. the movie, you aren't watching a movie, you are playing a video game. I mean, I know it's, it doesn't make sense. You aren't yeah. playing a video game, but you are playing a video game in a sense. In a sense. You're playing a video game, you're watching anime, yeah. you're reading a you're comic, comic book. <laughs> at the same time. It's, 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 just it's insane. A, it's insane. It's all a bit of a fusion of, of everything. And um, and Scott Pilgrim, if not the only one, is definitely one of the very few and one of the very first ones, one of the very first films to... To sort of break that ceiling and and dive into a very unusual and and unique um, film film uh, aspects and 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 and, and, and combining a lot of other artistic mediums, mm -hmm. games, comics, and then making it into a a bizarre filmmaking experience. I mean, you. 
so the re- um, the main genre of this movie is i guess comedy but uh, there is way much more than comedy in this movie it's comedy so comedy is there um, romance but there's romance there's, there's action. action and what i love about this music i mean it's kind of a musical as well i mean it's a great album it's a great album it's a great album like when you think about a musical movies usually what comes to mind is uh, high school musical and stuff and they are and musicals in general like yeah, yeah. music which yeah, i like love, la la then and something exactly love. or any um, Disney movie these mm, days 100% so yeah they have a particular kind of music to them but mm-hmm. um, just because this movie is playing rock music yeah. instead of that kind of classical music and pop music yes. but um, that doesn't make it less of a musical it, the it whole does. movie and is the, a musical and at the same at, time at least to are, me and at the same time while being a bit of a musical itself it's, it's, it's incorporating comedy Exactly. Comical aspects of filmmaking. When the when Michael Cera's character Scott is fighting um, um, Matthew Patel, one of the first exes, <laughs> he fucking breaks out into uh, a dance and a song while while in a fight, which is insane. What the exactly. hell is that? Exactly. That, that was like a stereotype of how Indian Indians are. Indian yeah. cinema is. And he's in all these like fuck you know fucking. Stupid dance moves, like stupid <laughs> yeah, Indian what, dance what moves. That? That was, it's, it's funny, but I mean, I'm an Indian, so I was like, "What the hell is Offensive happening?" Offensive asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. But that's a stereotype of Indian cinema, which yeah. was kind of true up until I would say 1990s. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very until very recently. Yeah. 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 Look at that. And especially, you know, um, so Matthew Patel, I remember uh, the guy was asking, oh, what are you supposed to be, a pirate? And he was like, pirates are in this year. I was like, what? They, they are fighting. <laughs> they are and fight. they stop fighting to have a little bit of quick, you know, comical back and forth. <laughs> exactly. A little quip. And they start fighting again. <laughs> so the, the comedy is given a lot of important priority in the film exactly very, exactly uh, it's it's a comedy it's a it's comedy. comedy yeah, yeah it's mainly comedy so they haven't skipped any chance to crack a joke and exactly most of the jokes are smart uh, funny it's not funny like a, some brainless comedy that you see and you laugh on nonetheless but it's actually a really smart comedy it's a good it's a good comedy it's um and what i like about it is that they are not skimping out on on action which is they've also given action a good amount of priority like mm-hmm, the, the exactly. choreographers kudos to them mm-hmm. the, how they have um, choreographed and, and, and organized fight sequences like proper martial arts fight sequences I mean really kudos and, to it and wow. really done well like it, you feel like you're in a you're in an action movie while the action is going on. Exactly. Okay, it's 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 a proper f- fight scene, over the top mm-hmm. as games are, <laughs> as games be, right? Like exactly. And, and but it's great because the references. I mean, because the references are like all from like gaming, uh, are from action gaming, uh, like Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, could see a bit of Tekken into it, but I might be wrong. Uh, Street Fighter, Tekken, there was also references of animes like Naruto, Dragon Ball Z. Um, exactly. Also, I've, while they were in the battle of bands, uh, there was, you know, the avatars coming the, in. The, lion, the lion's the, head and everything, yeah. The dragon versus monkey at that time. Yeah. It ra- reminded me so much of Beyblade. <laughs> you know, when the Beyblade uh, fight used to happen and their avatars come out. I mean, maybe it was a reference of some other anime, but to me, it Reminded Beyblade, but the, it is coming from somewhere. Is it? From it is coming from somewhere, and it's exceptionally well done. Exactly, it's exceptionally well done, and it's it's just 
Great incorporation of, of many things. Exactly, exactly. And, and then, then the reference, like <laughs> comedy classics like Mean Girls and Austin Powers at the same time. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I remember you telling me about the reference of Mean Girls. Yeah. Which was the particular scene? I couldn't... Okay, so you know when in Mean Girls, Regina, Regina George, um, uh, Rachel McAdams' character, mm-hmm. is being introduced and she's introduced through a montage. Yep. And all the high schoolers are talking about her, like... Oh, she's great. Her her hair is insured for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> one one time she punched me in the face. It was awesome. <laughs> all all of that. That's how um that's how that reference was was made um in in um uh, introducing the main character the the, the main the main lead mm-hmm. the girl the, the main lead. Uh, who, who, who the, the girl is colored hair girl. The colored hair girl. Yeah. What was her name again? So yes. Um, was, her name was Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Winstead. So Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character, uh, yeah. Ramona. Ramona. As as she was being introduced, mm-hmm. um, that that the same reference came. Yeah. Like she, her character was being introduced through, through a montage, and it's like, oh yeah, Ramona is like from America, and, and <laughs> like she just came down here, like came up here for a bit, like, so on, so on. But like it's it's done in the exact same tone, exact same way, and it's amazing. You know, like, what I like about this movie, um, like we, while we are talking about the montages, uh, like how the transitioning w- was happening. I'm yeah. a big fan of transitioning from one scene to another. Um, so because this movie is a very fast-paced movie. Yes. And there aren't any like long scenes in... So they have to montage a lot of it, right? There's a lot of small scenes. Small montages. With a... Uh, really seamless transitions yes and you know while we were watching the movie you uh, remember I was mentioning about oh what a cool transition I'll see how this thing was happening yeah. uh, so I really love the transition and yeah like like when uh, every one of them was so seamless so seamless example of that a good example of that would be when um, um, Scott Pilgrim's character so yeah Scott Pilgrim's character is, is hanging out with his high school girlfriend Knives mm-hmm. and they are hanging out at the, at the video store and at the, and the, at the arcade and the camera is moving, moving to the right mm-hmm. and as the camera is moving, moving to the right a wipe comes from the left <laughs> and, and it's it's amazing how they they skip to the next scene and in that the sound, the sound department comes in, and and it's a great sound design. Great sound design by um, what's his name? Sound guy. Yeah, Jimmy Boyle. Jimmy Boyle. There were obviously more than one guy involved, but, course, he, but I guess the, he was the primary. But person, the main, yeah? the, the main sound designer of yeah. the film, Jimmy Boyle, his sound cuts in at the exact exact right time, and just. <laughs> and it just gets to the next scene very seamlessly. It's so cool. The transitions are so cool throughout the movies. Amazing. I, um, so I remember this one particular scene. Um, the scene ends with a blackout, and then from a blackout, uh, doors open. Like uh, uh, there's like a dark room, and a doors yeah. opening. And yeah. I was like, wow, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm not a filmmaker, the, the, so for me, everything like, was new. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a visual transition, and visual mm-hmm. transitions are so important. Like. You hear the film mm-hmm. as much as you see the film. Exactly. So exactly. it's very important um, two aspects of, of filmmaking mm-hmm. visuals and sound coming together. So when that happens, it's amazing. And, and then, again, props to the editing department. 
the editors, the main editors, John, Jonathan Amos and Paul Maclis. Great, it great It must work. have been tiring for them to great. sit in front of a screen. I, I know it's a you know really hard process, but I'm pretty sure it's a really long process as well. Especially with the graphics on the oh on, my on the screen. God, like the amount of graphics, so much graphics in the movie. They must have spent a whole lot of time in front. The tone of the film is very you know game like and and and, and comic like. Exactly. So that when the phone rings, the ring ring ring. Yeah, the use of text, man. I love. I love the use of text in the whole movie. Uh, phones ringing, there's ring, ring, ring. Uh, punch is happening, cabal. Cabal. Oh, wow. And when the action happens, like he punches and poof. Like, exactly. You know, and you remember come. that scene where... Mm, there the was main a, lead. Yeah, the, not the main lead. The, uh, the main uh, lead the singer. Lead of, lead singer of that band. Of band yeah. uh, what was the name of band again? Uh, we're the Sex of a Bomb. Sex of a Bomb. <laughs> so yeah, the lead singer of Sex of a Bomb. Um, um, when they were in the Battle of Man, he's yeah. actually... Um, he's freaking out. He's freaking out and uh, instead of you know playing his dialogues yeah. his dialogues are muted and muffled under a sound of uh, another song another song exactly and all his dialogues are being uh, written out in the exactly. movie and I love how they've done that so comedy and really like sound is such an important part of, the co- of, exactly. of comedy right they took that away from it <laughs> they took it off and, and they just played it hilarious. off the visuals they just played it off the visuals and he was freaking out he was emoting through his emotions and, and, and motions and and through, through subtitles it was amazing through subtitles. <laughs> exactly exactly and in the end, mm-hmm. <laughs> and again in the Battle of Bands, uh, there was such a funny scene where, where you know, um, one of the other band members, like one of the other, you know, mm-hmm. opposite opposite team bands were playing, and you know, they said, "So uh, we are playing this song," and it goes a little something like this, and they play for two seconds, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That was such a funny fucking trope. <laughs> like, listen, this is not very important to the part of the story. So we're fuck off early. <laughs> Easy done. Yeah, I remember now. Even when uh, the uh, roommate of Scott Pilgrim, mm. so played by Michael Sarah, mm. so when uh, the roommate of that guy. I don't remember the name of that guy, but whatever, whatever his the name. The gay was. roommate. Yeah, the gay roommate. Right, what about him? Uh huh. Yeah. So he interrupted that guy for playing such a short song, <laughs> and even then they played just a snippet of song. Yeah. Even then they were like least bothered to play a whole song. Right. Uh, it's just yeah, wow. Like, it's just funny. The filmmakers are really smart. Unique, really. unique, funny stuff. Just unique, funny stuff. It's very, it's an incredibly, you know, um, a standalone film. It's a well put movie. It's just and let's talk about one of some the kind. Easter eggs in the movie. Ah, some of the some of the, some of the references. Easter references, exactly. <laughs> so you mentioned the um, the hair of Mary, the hair Mary of Elizabeth Winstead's yeah. character, Ramona. Ramona. So what about that? Okay, so I'm a computer engineer. I mean, I have studied computer engineering. Yeah. I'm not a computer engineer. But so in the video, there are three primary colors. I know uh, like in general, they are, the primary colors are considered as yellow, red, and blue. Mm. But in the term of computer and videography, uh, the primary colors are red, blue, and green. These are three primary colors. And that's what her hair are, red, blue, and green, yeah, yeah. RBG. When we first meet her, it's, it's red. Yeah. And then in the middle then it's blue and that freaks Michael uh, yeah, exactly. Scott out. That freaks Scott out and then it's green at the end. At the end it's green. Yeah. And uh, so what does that my theory is, my yeah, theory yeah, is, yeah. you know, RBG. So this is a primary color scheme. Yeah. She's the primary character of the movie. That's why her hair are of three different colors. Even though, even though Scott Pilgrim is the lead of the film, mm-hmm. she's a driving force behind She's a driving she's force. The you know I mean? She's the main motivation. She's the reason She's the main everything is being happened. Exactly, that everything he does is to mm-hmm. attain her, right? Everything that happens, happens because of her. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, it's a she's a okay. Maybe she's not the primary character, she's, she's but she's the primary motivation. Yeah, she's she's a catalyst of everything. For everything exactly that happens. So yeah, it's it's she's very important. She's a very <laughs> important character. Exactly, I'm the fucking leader, right? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So I mean, great performances by Mary Elizabeth Winstead and, and Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, exactly. Some other great great characters of the film as well. You know the um, that gay roommate. <laughs> The I mean, I'm really bad with the funny. names, but I'm um, I'm don't remember the name of the uh, actor or even the character yeah, he was he playing. Very, he had a, he had a very nonchalant, you know, um, oh, vibe. Very about easy guy. Very easy. Uh, uh, that particular scene when uh, you know uh, what was uh, Chris even was asking for where's my skateboard? Mm. He appeared out of nowhere and was like, boom, yeah, big fan, big fan. <laughs> like, wow, that is amazing. I mean, he, he was a well-written character, yeah. and also kudos to the writers, man. But what a great uh, what a great performance by him. Exactly. What a great performance! Exactly. Point. I yeah. mean, writers can write amazing characters, amazing, amazing dialogues. But if the but actor the, if is the not good enough, delivery falls flat. Exactly. If the then, delivery falls flat, then, then it's just not worth it. It's just it's like just everything is just meh. Up. Yeah. It <laughs> is. It is meh. Yeah. It but is meh. You know, so everything was on point in this movie. The writers did a great job, and then the actors did a great job as well. They actually, um, how would I say? Did it? Everyone came together so well and just exactly. and just complimented each other in a, in exactly. a very exactly in a, in a very unique and a fantastic way. Exactly. Put it put a very in a very simplistic manner. <laughs> exactly. And other thing, because I'm a music producer, so I was also listening to the movie, how like how you were watching movie, watching various aspects of the movie. I was also listening to the movie. The sound designing is just crazy. I mean. I mean there are some scenes where there is no sound at all just the dialogues just the vocals and that's what the scene demanded bro yeah. and it was such a great thing again, and Jimmy Boyle Jimmy Boyle again Jim, kudos to him man wow and I remember there was just one scene there's a hard cut uh, somewhere when they first um, introduce uh, what what was the name knives knives right uh, so and when we cut to the, um, the band uh, practice and so yeah she compliments band and then there was a hard cut and it was like yeah we like her we like her I mean, that was such a cool transition because although it wasn't very smooth mm. but it was so cool and there's such a hard cut um, and even um, like with audio you could say that there was such a noise then such a peaceful and they were it just grabs attention of a listener mm. with everything going on and then there's a silence and you say just one thing it's so catchy and that time yeah we like her <laughs> it resonated with me because after such a noisy music I mean not noisy such a busy music mm-hmm. uh, um, just one thing came yeah we like her mm. it just resonated I mean wow. it's easy to remember afterwards yeah yeah <laughs> just catchy you know quip quip dialogue Exactly. After, after. I, I, I remember you losing your shit when that dialogue came up. Oh, I'm getting a life. Getting a life. Because <laughs> I saw it coming. I saw it coming, but I wanted to. I wanted. I wanted to happen. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like I wanted to happen because I. Oh, there it is. I get excited. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, the other scene that you lose uh, your shit on hallmark, was that hallmark uh, of a good movie. Is what like it was you, a good you, movie. Wait for it. Right. You you know it's coming, but you still get excited. That's exactly. hallmark of a good That's movie. That's all. Well, seriously. Uh, so you know there was uh, one more scene where you lose your shit yeah. uh, remember uh, when the knives come at uh, yeah. Scott's house and yeah. like uh, is he here yeah. no he just left <laughs> he just he left. actually <laughs> jumping he, out he of the window he literally left he literally <laughs> left <laughs> but the guy was telling the truth <laughs> <laughs> that's right 
That's such a good movie, man. Well, man. That's um yeah. So I mean, needless to say, we we I mean, the, are fellatioing this uh, movie currently. We love this movie. We love this movie. Even the let's say lead actors were good, but also the supporting actors. I love the work of every supporting uh, mm. actors. Um, Aubrey Plaza, mm. great work by her. Mm-hmm. Then there was um, Anna Kendrick. Mm. I guess Anna, Anna Kendrick, her, yeah, yeah, that's who her plays, name. Who plays uh, Scott's sister? Uh, Scott's yeah. sister. She did a great job mm. as well. And smaller uh, roles, but. Yeah, but still, mm. where whenever she was on the screen, she was charming. Okay, I have to tell this to to our audiences. Mm-hmm. If anyone is listening right now, mm-hmm. uh, my friend Gary has a bit of a crush on it. I can't uh, a, bit of a, crush. a bit. Come on, yeah, yeah. understanding it. I love. Okay. I have a huge crush. Maybe on that's it. why. Maybe that's why you were sending a performance, which uh, was very minor role, uh, but uh, a very minor role. Okay, <laughs> but hey, I also complimented Aubrey Plaza, and I was going to compliment other people that's as well. Right. And also that girl who with a poker face. Wow! The uh, one of the band members, yes. one of the band, yeah. and then Young Neil. Young yeah. Neil was great. I remember the last dialogue. Johnny Simmons. <laughs> you know, one of the dialogues when Scott says, mm, uh, "You are playing good bass now. You are now you are Neil. Neil. Now you are Neil." <laughs> like they played such a orchestral music at the bank too. Speaking of Young Neil, right? Mm-hmm. When Knives goes out, starts going out with Young Neil, right? Mm-hmm. And in one of the fights, uh, <laughs> I think Scott's ex girlfriend. Smacks her so hard that her highlights go oh, off her head. Oh, exactly! It's a it's a comedy scene, but they've played it they like a dramatic, dramatic. Scene. They made with and the that brings out the comedy even more. Exactly. And, and Johnny Simmons, young Neil, mm-hmm. young Neil character, he loses his shit. Saying, <laughs> She He's slapped her, her highlights out of her hair. <laughs> a, a funny line, but in the most dramatic a, way. In the it's most dramatic, a very way. literal movie. I mean. Uh, so this scene where they actually kicked the highlights out of her hair yeah. even before there was one scene of Aubrey Plaza she was actually saying fuck and fuck whenever yeah. she was saying fucking yeah. fuck or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a black bar in, in front of her mouth that was. and it was being beeped out and instead of ignoring that thing Scott Pilgrim the character played by Michael Sarah, he actually mentioned how are you doing that how are you doing it with, 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 your, with your mouth uh, right? how are you doing that with your mouth so the film mm-hmm. instead of ignoring it acknowledges it acknowledges it exactly Shamelessly, blatantly tells the audience, like, look, this is the kind of film we, film exactly. we are. And this is the kind of, you know, things you're going to get from us, <laughs> which is hilarious. It's funny. hilarious. And man, it's, it's unique. It's very fresh. Exactly. Very exactly. fresh. I mean, for me, I, I speaking haven't... Of, speaking of that yeah, reference, go for it. Yep. speaking of that reference um, of Aubrey Plaza's, you know, <laughs> vulgarity bleeped out <laughs> and yet being funny. I don't know if you've seen the rest of development. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, the, I know about the show, but I haven't seen it. Right, right. So there's that... <laughs> there is what they do is they also bleep out their you know swear words and mm-hmm. to to sort of turn turn out the vulgarity. But in in their context, it enhances the the comedy by by running the the bleeps all the way through. So like mm-hmm. they go bleep all the way, okay. and that makes it even more funny. <laughs> and then go bleep in your bleep in your bleep, <laughs> which makes it like just they, 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 try they to leave, it down. They leave it to people's imagination. Exactly, they leave it to people's imagination. Like what the fuck? This, what the fuck are they saying? <laughs> so that makes it even more hilarious. Exactly, man. The comedy is such a hard thing to do, but Immensely. over here they made it feel seamless. Although I'm pretty sure it must have been hard. They have done many retakes and stuff. I'm assuming, obviously. That's all impressive performance performances. Obviously, it looks so seamless. Um, mm. Kudos to the editing department. 100%. 100%. And even the writing of the movie. I love it. The, mean, writers are, the writers are... The especially the dialogues, man. Wow. Three writers came together. We have to give them props, right? Mm-hmm. Props. So Edgar Wright, the director of the movie. Okay. 
and then we have Michael Bacall mm-hmm. and Byron Lee. Yeah, uh, coolest. All three coolest. writers just came together, and the amount of Easter eggs, references, <laughs> dialogue, everything that they brought together on the table just was magic. <laughs> was just magic. <laughs> I mean, really I can, well written. I can movie. imagine they're sitting at a writing table and, yeah. you know, let's put this, putting let's out put ideas this, and let's put everything on I'm, this. I'm pretty sure they were having a fun, um, exactly. they were having blast at it that time. It would have been a good time. Uh, seriously, like how we are having fun right pretty now, much. just discussing the movie. They actually made this movie, they made this happen. They, it was their brainchild. Precisely. Just Precisely. imagine how much fun they would have been having. Oh man! So, I mean, clearly it just shows on 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 the finished product, yeah, right? Like just exactly. I'm pretty sure even the cast will be like, "What's happening? What is this? <laughs> what is this written?" Yeah, uh, like just imagine you you being Michael Sarah, for example, oh, and you um, get a script of this movie, and you saw this movie. What would have been your first reaction? Like, reading the script would have been, like, amazing. Because, <laughs> look, like, now it's... Now we're saying it's amazing, right? But at the time, it would have been something very out, out, of, out of the order. Challenging. Challenging. It was, it, was, it was out of the norm, out of the, out of the box. Mm-hmm. So it would have been very different. Now, it had the potential to really suck. Exactly. It really go bust and just, just be absolutely trash. Exactly. But just thankfully... It, it's, a, it's a project of the sorts that you can't just be... Like mediocre or alright, mm-hmm. had to be the great or shit. Exactly, and there's just, no in between over here. It would have, it wouldn't have been like in between. Nah, mm-hmm. it would have been, it would have to be either really, really good, which it, which it became, or really shit, which thankfully wasn't. <laughs> it was thankfully. So the kudos to the cast as well, who saw the potential in the script, and of course, like a name, a name like Edgar Wright attached to the project. Exactly, exactly. You know you're in good hands. You know you're in good hands. Mm. Wow, just <laughs> well. So is there anything we're left with? Well, Any I mean, we, we people ha- we should, you know, give proper kudos yeah. to? Bill Pope, the, the DOP of the film. Oh, just, I mean, it was actually a really good-looking movie as well. Exactly, it's a good-looking like, I remember you saying that in the movie doesn't... Movie shouldn't, there's a good movie and good-looking movie. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this both. Because it was designed exactly. in a way that just it looked and felt in the right world. Exactly. Like it was a gaming exactly. world and it was just it was just that. And there was no concept of reality in this no, movie. There was no concept of reality, but like how it was like presented as well to the audience, mm-hmm. amazingly shown. Exactly. And Bill Pope takes the credit there. Kudos to that. Kudos. Oh, wow. All right. So I think we should wind up. So uh, yeah, we've, we've touched on a lot of things here. Yeah. So, so again, uh, to, to finish off. Yep. If uh, anyone out there hasn't seen Scott Pilgrim, okay, go watch it. What are you doing with your what life? What you waiting for, bro? What are you doing with your life? If you're like aspiring filmmaker or m- a film how enthusiast. I would how I would like to say an artistic nerd, yes, just go and watch this movie. Please do, please do, please do. And till next time, we are Harry and Gary, and we are the cinephiles. cinephiles. Cheers.